0: Welcome to a new episode of Healing Matters. The podcast, They Might Be Toxic, is now Healing Matters. In this episode, I'll discuss how I went from absolutely hating therapy to absolutely loving it. you ever said to yourself, there is absolutely no way in hell I am going to therapy. I've been there. Um, I just want to share a story about how um, I my experience of therapy, and it started... In kind of absolute hell. So, you know, most of the time when people are looking for a therapist, they're not doing it because their stress level is at a two or a three. They're doing it because they're at, you know, an eight or a nine or a 10, or they're barely functioning. And I was in a situation where I had a compound grief two people that I was really close to had passed away and another person had attempted suicide. And these three things happened within probably a two month period. And I have never been so dysregulated in my entire life. I wanna make sure that I'm using the proper language. At the time, I did not know that that's what it was. Obviously, I knew I was grieving, but the grief was so bad that I was barely functioning. And at the time I had insurance. And so I went through my insurance and I need you to understand that when you're going through your insurance, you're going through your insurance for a diagnosis. And when you're going for a diagnosis it's so that the treatment can be covered and also so that you can be medicated, that's what insurance is for. If you don't want to be medicated, you need to tell your therapist that ahead of time or the uh, psychologist, I guess, obviously psychiatrist or psychologist. A psychiatrist is the one that um, gives you medicine. I, psychologist, is the one that you're talking to about your issues. So, anyways, I went to a therapist. I did not know there was a, such a thing as trauma informed, and I don't even know if that existed at the time. Okay. This was like seven or eight years ago. So, anyways, I go to the appointment, and she wants to do the intake in person, not only talk about my entire life history of trauma, which is quite a bit of things. And in addition, the three things that were actually going on. And when I left the session, I was crying so hard that I could barely function. I was like bawling for about six hours. Like I could barely breathe. It was that kind of crying. And so I think by the second session, she diagnosed me with major depressive disorder. And as soon as she did that, of course, like, because I am a learner, I went and bought a book. And when I went into my third session, she yelled at me, for purchasing a book. She only wanted to, me to do things her way. She was into CBT, which is cognitive behavioral behavioral therapy. So here's what I learned when I took my courses um, or my course at Trauma Arizona Trauma Institute. So first of all, there's a reason that talk therapy doesn't work for you. There's a reason that you're leaving therapy and it doesn't feel good. And I'm not saying that all therapists are this way, but if this applies to you, that's why I'm making this video. I felt horrible every time I interacted with this woman. She had no idea to how to regulate herself and sometimes she would talk more about herself than she would to me in the actual sessions. It was a little bit insane now that I look at it in retrospect. But my point is, she did not understand how to deal with trauma. She only understood how to diagnose and give me medication um and she only wanted to do cbt which was asking me to discuss the issues and further dysregulate yourself myself and what i mean by that is if you're talking about something that has upset you in the past and you're getting as upset as you did when it happened you're not in a good state to heal okay in order to heal your body needs to be regulated and so for some people talk therapy actually makes things worse You don't always need to discuss what happened. As long as you have a good sense of what happened and you can mentalize it, it's your body that needs to process the emotions. And of course, I didn't realize this at the time. So as I kind of go through this journey, I had one experience with a somatic therapist, which a somatic therapist helps you move the um, feelings of emotions through your body, which I made a video, short video about this earlier today. Um, you can go find it. I believe it's the one right before this if you're on my TikTok. Um, and so, anyhow, um, when you're doing somatic therapy, you know you're helping to move the emotions out of your body. And what she explained to me is that your nervous system is kind of like a cup, and when it gets full. Essentially, it's overflowing and you can't put any more in, which is why when you get to that space, like you get to the point where you're just shut down, you're basically functioning, you're in fight or flight, your body is on autopilot um, and you don't really feel any joy and you don't feel anything really intensely, you kind of shut down, Um, you might be crying really easily, or really irritated all the time, snapping at everybody, it's because your nervous system is full and it can't take any more and so the tiniest little thing is going to trigger you. So As soon as I went through this process of this, the first somatic experience, I think the very next day I was, you know, belly laughing and feeling joy again and, and singing and feeling like myself, even if it was just 10 or 15% more. Um, and you know, the other thing is there are so many simple things that somatically and, you know, via the vagus nerve regulate the body, things like taking a walk, dancing, singing, exercising, swimming, cold water, hot water, um, laughter, um, sitting with a friend and talking there are, you know we're social beings and so social co-regulation is a thing and so if you have a therapist who doesn't know how to regulate themselves they're going to make you feel worse a trained therapist will notice when you're dysregulated and they will down regulate themselves and you will down regulate with them so If you're one of those people that likes to vent, which is me, like I can be really angry if I'm with somebody who just lets me vent and I'm not blaming it on the other person, but I'm just saying that like I can get in this habit of being angry, staying angry, the neurons that fire together wire together and I just continue to get angry instead of actually going through the process of releasing the anger. Another really good thing that you can do for any emotions that you need to move from the left brain, which is fight or flight into the right brain, which is uh, more of a relaxed state, you can actually write. And the reason that works is because it takes it from that left side of your brain where you're processing and processing and thinking about it into a physical space through your hand. Now, the thing about writing is that it can be a little bit dysregulating if you're writing about the event but usually you only have to do it one time and it'll kind of start to clear out. You can do EFT tapping along with that. Um, And you can do other vagus nerve um, tricks that um, help reset the vagus nerve quickly um, when you're going through that process. One of the easiest ones to do is if you pull your eyes really far to one side, and then to the other, and you hold it for a couple of seconds, you'll notice that you start to want to yawn. And you can do that until you yawn. um, And that is a really quick way to get your vagus nerve to reset. Um, Anything that makes you yawn is actually a really good vagus nerve reset. So anyways, I just wanted to explain this process. As I got farther along, eight years into the future, I eventually got to the point where I did want to try to do therapy. I wanted to find the right person. And so I found a way that I could take a course at Arizona trauma Institute It's actually designed for people that are therapists, but I took it anyways. I'm not a mental health professional. Um, I guess I'm a mental health ad- advocate. Um, and when I took that course, it was absolutely mind blowing. Um, I felt like I, had kind of discovered this new world where the trauma wasn't being used against me it wasn't being used in a way to harm me further and i was actually dealing with people who wanted me to heal when i heard them explain that even the environment needs to be correct for somebody to show up and a lot of times people might cancel from the parking lot or from the lobby and all of these things are normal everything that they said in the courses just made me feel so normal. And so I reached out to the man uh, who runs the Arizona Trauma Institute. I'm not positive his exact title, um, but I just dropped him an email and he emailed me back the same day. And he sent me a list of three people. One of them was someone who taught um, some of the courses in the um, sessions that I really enjoyed. Her name is um, Dr. Kamiya Pika. You can actually look her up. Her last name's P-E-C-A. You can look her up uh, on YouTube. She's got a really great video that's called Taming the Dragon. And um, that's one of my favorite videos by her. Anyways, that's my therapist, but that's how I met her. And what I will say is that Yes, there was a time in my life where I was absolutely terrified to go to therapy. I thought it was ridiculous. Um, it felt like a bunch of ridiculous labels. And even with my therapist now, if I ask her for a diagnosis, she'll basically say, well, if only if it's useful in some way, but you know, we're not really here for that. Um, and so, yeah, all I can say is dealing with a trauma-informed therapist is completely different. You're going to be dealing with somebody who is going to say something like, it sounds like that was really difficult you have a valid reason for being really angry um i love therapy i love my therapist i have fallen in love with the process and i have actually started to heal for my trauma so um yeah i'll be making further videos about this but i just wanted to share this um if you need a trauma-informed therapy that's the keyword that you need to look for thank you for listening to healing matters if you have found this content useful i invite you to like subscribe and share my videos and links if you're interested in my books or other materials, please look for links in the show notes. The views and opinions shared on Healing Matters are those of each contributor and do not necessarily represent the views of the brand. While I am a trauma-informed coach, I am not a doctor, and this podcast should not be mistaken for mental health care. The information contained in this podcast is not meant to harm or malign any party or person. We are simply here to discuss healing matters of all kinds. Thanks for showing up. Your healing matters. The views and opinions shared by they might be toxic hosts, guests, or sponsors are those of each contributor and do not necessarily express the official view of the brand. We are not doctors and this podcast should not be mistaken for therapy. Nothing expressed in this content is intended to malign or harm any party or person. We are simply here to discuss and dissect our toxic relationships and to learn about yours.